Hey, 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 with Red McQueen, she's a fucking vibe. Come on in. Let's chat. Let's have a chat. Fuck, I hope you guys have had a mad week. I've had a crazy life. It's been, oh my God. Shit's just been unreal. And I'm loving it. I'm loving it. It's sick. I've had some great shit. I've had some rough shit. I've said some I've had some hard shit. And um we're still fucking moving forward. We're still powering forward because that's what matters. Powering forward and um just growth. Growth, right? And I fucking I want to talk about it because I was talking to, fuck, I talk, I talk to people too much, man. I just, I need to learn to shut the fuck up. And then I jump on here and I'm like, blah, blah, blah. But anyway, <laughs> I was discussing this with a mate and it was the whole um, slow and steady wins the race kind of scenario. And that goes in every, that that's for every aspect of your life. And we've all heard that. We've all heard the fucking tortoise and the hare and the slow and steady wins the race and blah, blah, blah. But patience is a virtue that if you do not have, I highly suggest you work out on how to get. Because when you're out there and you're trying to um, embrace this whole uh, healing shit, right? When you're out there trying to do the healing stuff, um, it doesn't all happen in one go. It happens in pieces. It happens in segments because generally we start at the beginning and move our way through our life and we all have more than one trauma we're dealing with at a time. And when I talk about slow and steady wins the race, you'll look at a few traumas, you'll work through them and you'll think, fuck yeah, but you're still being triggered. You're still struggling, right? And then the confusion kicks in like, fuck, I just looked at that. Why is this coming up again for me? And it goes back to the onion. It's all the layers. So, you, you know, you'll start looking at one big trauma and you, you're looking at the outer part of the trauma and, you know, you're looking at the, the baseline and going, okay, this shit thing happened to me, so now what am I going to do to work through this process? And you start processing it and working through it, and then you go layer by layer by layer. And this is why being patient with yourself is so fucking important. Because growth doesn't happen overnight. You're not just going to wake up one morning and everything's going to be sweet as. <laughs> it's not going to happen. I'm not here to fucking lie to you. It's not going to happen. And it's frustrating to watch people because I see people all the time start something and then don't continue on because it gets too hard. And look, I understand it gets hard and sometimes you need to put it down. And I do that. Sometimes when I'm dealing with really hard shit, I just have to go, you know what, I can't fucking, I can't emotion today. Like I can't do this today and I fucking put it down and I don't look at it and I put my focus and attention elsewhere because that's important. You can't live your life where you are consumed 100% by your healing journey because life around you is happening. And if you aren't, you know, able to put your shit down and go back to it later, you're going to miss some cool, pivotal parts of your world. And that's not what we want. We still want to remain active in our lives and still work on our healing and be able to pick up and drop off whatever we need to. Giving yourself permission and saying to yourself, you know what, today I'm going to be in my fucking feelings and everything else can just stop. That's really important to be able to do that. To be able to go, 
I am struggling today, today is hard for me, today I'm fucking dealing with a lot and everything's fucking triggered and I'm heightened and look if you're a woman sometimes our fucking hormones get in there, even men, men have that rise and fall in their testosterone levels through the fucking <laughs> three times and sometimes we're a bit more in our feelings. Another stage is, you know, you're in your feelings because another new traumatic thing has happened. So it's triggered everything else. Saying to yourself, you know what, I'm not going to fucking do anything today but just be in my emotional state. That's okay. You can pick shit up and put it down whenever you like. You don't have to hold on to it and go you know what every second of the day I'm going to be in a healing space because it doesn't work like that you can't function like that working on your healing is something that shouldn't dominate your life and it's not a fucking race it's not who's going to get there first and the fastest and all those sorts of things it's not about that it's not one of those things where you go, you know what, if I can smash up my healing, I'm just going to live a happier life. If you do your healing at the rate it takes, because every time you search through a segment of your trauma or whatever you're dealing with, a new little segment, right, every single time you hit a new pace, it requires your full attention. It requires you to process because when we're dealing with trauma, we're dealing with multiple emotions. And we've got to wrap our head around what the fuck has gone on. You know, and when you actually start looking at a trauma, and this trauma has been induced by another person or other people, especially if it's people you love, not only are you processing the trauma, you're then processing how the fuck could these people or this person do this to me and then stand in a room and say we're friends or I love you so you've got that and you're trying to gain understanding and all these things it's, it's fucking huge it's huge and it is not a race be patient with yourself because like this shit's hard this shit's hard when we talk about truth right and this is one and this is I want to bring it up because I don't think I've really spoken much about it but the concept of truth truth is a finicky bitch because when we're talking about trauma and we're talking about truth your truth and other people's truth that were involved in that trauma are all going to be vastly different if you say to a man why did your marriage end he is going to say something completely different to if you ask the wife, why did your marriage end? They're going to have two totally different views, totally different experiences, totally different outcomes. Like the whole thing for them is different. Both are right. Both are true. He was an asshole. She was a bitch. He was a cheating scumbag. She was a fucking loose goose like she was out fucking playing the field. They're all right. Because that's their truth. They're, they're right to them. Like, that's their truth. If you spend your life trying to tell people that someone else's truth is wrong about you, then you're going to be spending a lot of time wasting your breath. There are so many people. I've been in, so I've been in um, spaces where I'm speaking my truth and I'm being told I'm wrong. Right? 
and it's frustrating and we've all been there where you're like no this is how this was for me no it fucking wasn't this was this that was that you're overreacting you're being a fucking bitch you always do this blah 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 we've all had that experience where we are there saying this is what this was like for me and other people are sitting there going no it wasn't so you find yourself at war and you're fighting for your truth and that people are just going, no, you're wrong. Right? We've all had that experience at least once, right? The reality is it's not your fucking job to get people to believe your truth. As long as you know it and you believe it and you live it and you own it, that's all that matters. Convincing other people that they're wrong and you're right is a wasted fucking effort. If people aren't going to hear you out in these spaces, then see ya. Move the conversation along. It's just not worth the fucking trauma and stress because you are the one that ends up getting upset. You're the one that gets called a drama queen or king and you're the one that gets called full of shit. How is any of this of a benefit to you when you are working on yourself? It's not. It's just not. Your truth is yours. You're entitled to it. You're allowed it. It is yours. I wrote this book and I I look back at it and it's full of my truth, my truth. And when I talk about it, I talk about childhood stuff, right? That's my truth from a view of a six-year-old kid, right? Because that trauma happened when I was six. So I'm coming from that six-year-old version of myself of what is the truth? No one can argue this with me. Because for me, it's truth. This is my fucking truth. I'm entitled to it. I'm allowed. You do not get to tell me that I'm wrong. That's fucking huge. To be able to sit there and identify the fact that this is your truth. And you are entitled to it. And you don't have to justify it to anybody else. That's when you can stand a little taller. Own your truth. Own your journey. It is yours. Nobody else's. You write the fucking story of your life. And if people don't accept that and people want to get in your face, move out of their fucking way. Get away from them. I have spent too many years wasting my time trying to convince people (laughs) that this is my truth. Do you know what fucking, what's really hard is it comes down to like, people are like, you know, oh, well, when I was growing up, you know, my mum and dad, they were quite hard and, you know, my dad or my mum, they were very abusive and, you know, and I'll be like, oh, yeah, you know, I had a similar experience. They'll go, oh, but it wasn't like mine. Well, fucking, of course it wasn't like yours. We didn't have the same parents, right? Yeah, but, you know, mine was, mine was, you know, you're just saying that because I said it. You know, people live in this space where they think they're the only one. The reality is, is every single human being out there, every single adult has some form of trauma that they're carrying, right? That's just a given. We all have... Some trauma, some of it's very small stuff and some of it's huge, but it's trauma. You don't get to tell me the story of my life. You don't get to tell me how that went down. 
that's you weren't there this is my story this is my vision this is how it went for me and this is all part of standing up for yourself because when you have been fucking stomped on and you have been abused and you have had a lot of traumatic events and you have lost the ability to trust people and you have fucking you're just absolutely fucked yeah, when you're in that space and your head is screwed and everything's just flying around you at rapid pace and you don't know how to function, your self-esteem has been beaten down so bad that standing back up and speaking your truth becomes really fucking hard. Standing up and owning your truth and being confident in the words that come out of your mouth, that becomes hard. And the second people see that in you, they take take it as a weakness and then it creates more opportunities for them to treat you like shit. Healing creates a whole new space for you to stand and own your shit. It creates all this space for you to gain self-respect. It's like someone said to me, you know, these are these young people have no respect these days. Are they being respected? Let's think about it now, because respect is not something that we should be throwing out like fucking candy on Christmas Day. Respect comes down to how do you hold yourself in the world? Do you act and behave and move in the world as a person that should be respected? Because if you're not, you're not going to get respect, right? How do children learn? They learn by example. So if you want people to respect you, you have to be a person that respects yourself. You command it. You command it by the way you move in a space. By how hardcore you hold on to your beliefs on what you tolerate coming into your world. I won't tolerate being disrespected for no fucking reason. If I have fucked up, if I have done something, can you feel you need to pull me up on that? Okay. It doesn't mean you take that respect away because I will own it. But you know what? If you're wrong and I think you're wrong, all right, I ain't owning shit. I'm 41. I come from an era of people pleasers and all children are people pleasers. All children, they grow up because they want that, you know, they want to be liked, they want to be loved and they'll do anything to achieve that. Being a people pleaser as a child is a completely different thing to being a people pleaser as an adult. If you live your life the way other people want you to and be manipulated and moulded like a bloody handful of Play-Doh, you're never going to live your life. And more and more traumas kicking in. Every harsh, ugly word gets ingrained into your soul. Every time someone says, oh, should you eat that cheesecake? You look like you're gaining weight. Oh, should you be doing that thing over there? Because, you know, it's not good for you. Should you, you know what? And, and oh, you've, oh, you cut your hair. Oh, I liked it better when it was long. Every fucker has an opinion. And I'll tell you what, majority of them ain't good. 
These little things to you, you brush off and you laugh off, but the reality is, is they stick like glue, man. They stick like fucking gorilla glue. And that shit ain't going anywhere. And then you get older and you get wiser and you start healing and then you realise how much of that shit has been ingrained in you. Undoing all of that is really hard. It is really hard. It's doable, but it's tough. And that's what I mean by standing up for yourself. Don't fucking tolerate that. If someone says to you, oh, should you be eating that cheesecake? You know, you need to be ready to respond by standing up for yourself. You either get up and you leave and go, you know what, I am not going to do this with you. We are not going to have this kind of relationship where you get to insult me and have digs at me about my weight. And I sit there and take this shit lying down. See, this is not happening anymore. Or eat the fucking cheesecake and go, actually I am and it's great and I'm living my life. So take your insecurity somewhere else. You've got to stand up for yourself and you've got to understand that patience is a fucking key here because all these things that we're implementing, all these little things, they are going to take a, a while to, to kick in. You've got to practice it. You've got to put it in action a few times, especially when it comes to your truth, especially when it comes to standing up for yourself. If you say the, that, you know, you drove a red car here today and someone goes, fuck off, that car's not red, it's blue, but you know it's red because that's your truth. Don't stand there and argue with idiots, mate. Move on. Just go, you know what, if you think it's blue, mate, it's fucking blue. Like, do you? Like, does it matter? Does it actually matter? It's like, I look at my growth, and, and this is the thing, when we start... Getting into this healing space, standing up for ourselves and getting brave and bold, we start venturing out into the world a bit more, right? And <laughs> like for myself, I'm definitely in that space where I'm venturing out and I look at growth. So, and this was the conversation I was having with Cal tonight, I was looking at my own personal growth in this arena with the podcast, with the book, um, I've got a like uh, expo coming up with all these different things that I'm doing, right? And um, I don't notice the growth. Sometimes it's got to be pointed out to me. <laughs> and I, I mean, I do, but I don't see the enormity in the growth. And in this last probably just over 18 months, be about 18 months now, yep, from when the decision was made to start the podcast and write the book through to having podcasts out there. I think I've got like maybe 60 podcasts out there at the moment. I've got the book published and I've self-published and I've got my website and I've got my shop and I'm doing all these things and I'm recording Audible and I've had to learn all this other shit around it, like what is an ISBN for a book? How do I get that? How do I convert my book into an e-reader? Like what do I do? The growth... And on a business level, it's huge, but it has been slow and steady. It has been determination and motivation and persistence. A understanding, a clear understanding that shit just does, is not going to happen overnight. I mean, if it did, I'd, I'd fucking welcome it. I'm not saying, hey, don't Megan. But shit doesn't happen overnight, <laughs> majority of the time. 
right? And I could have given up six million times. And through this process, I have been told straight to my face, why the fuck would you write a book? Oh, good luck with the little um, book thing you're writing. Yeah, good luck with that. Oh, you've got a podcast. Why the fuck? Why? Because I want one. <laughs> like, it's that simple. Because I want one. You know, what are you trying to achieve? Um, does it matter to you? Like, if you're asking in that tone, I'm definitely not telling you. Just going to make a bit of noise, guys. Sorry. <clears throat> My 41-year-old fucking hip is giving me shit. <clears throat> and that's the thing. So... I look at it and think the massive amount of growth I've had as a woman, as a human being, as, you know, now a published author, um, a podcaster and stuff, the growth has been huge. And I, I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. I had no idea what I was doing. But the determined part of me figured it out. She found a way. She Googled. She learnt. She spoke to lots of people. She broke barriers and, and fought hard. But that's, that's life. That's growth. Would it be great to wake up tomorrow and have six million fucking followers? Of course it would. That'd be amazing. Who doesn't want that in this space? Podcasting. Or wake up and have sold fucking a million books. I'd love that. Has it happened? No. Has it made me stop? No. Because I took the time, especially with Cal tonight, to go through and do this with your friends if you need to, you know. Go through and check your growth. Because in 18 months, not only did I achieve that, I also built a stronger relationship, more stronger relationships with my kids. I also had worked on my own personal traumas. I also built more relationships with people that are important to me. And I also you know, accepted the fact that some of the relationships I had with people are fading out. They're slowly fading away. It's not that they're gone, it's just, you know, paths aren't crossing the way they used to. After I wrote the book, I was like in work mode, right? I was like, okay, so we've written it, it's edited, now let's get it to the printer and let's launch it and then let's do the e-reader and then i got to do this and that and I had this whole list of things to do and build your website and fuck all of that, right? I did all of that. I, I built my, I, I did it. <laughs> all, all what you see is, I'm not paid anyone to do it, I've done it myself because I refuse to go into debt to launch something because I refuse to have additional stress I don't need, right? So I'm out there, I'm, I'm in full work mode, like I've got to do this and this and this and podcast and all of these things. I eventually fucking broke, like I eventually hit the wall. It was like bang, poof. And it was the emotional wall because I was so focused on writing this book and putting this truth out there and so focused on the goal, which is to have people feel comfortable to speak their truth, people feel comfortable to come forward and say, hey, the shit is, is hard and I'm dealing with this and that and I had 
I have a bad relationship with my parent because of this or a bad relationship with a friend because, you know, sharing trauma, sharing truth and being comfortable so that we can heal as a collective, so that we can take accountability for our healing and gain some control, right? It was the focus that I didn't even stop and think about the enormity of what I'd just done. It took a psychotherapist to talk to a friend about the enormity of writing this book. And when it hit me, it hit me hard. Because while I was writing, I was processing. And every time I hit the keyboard and went back to rewrite or edit or rearrange something, I was processing that trauma on a deeper level every single fucking time I was going a level deeper. And I was I was on an emotional roller coaster. Don't get me wrong, I'm processing in real time, but there was a lot that I was not processing. So when I sort of stopped and slowed down and realized that that's what was happening, it all hit me at once and I'm like, fuck. And I completely stopped. I was like, I'm not doing audible, I'm not doing anything, I need to stop and I need to fucking face what I've just gone through. And accept the fact that this was really hard for me, except for the, you know, accept the fact that, you know, I'm still in a healing space with a lot of this stuff and I need to process it properly. And I just succumbed to letting it happen, I just succumbed to going, you know what? I need to do this for the book, I need to get the audible out, but this is important too. Healing is important too, and I'm going to let it take as long as it's going to take. And am I still in that space with some of it? Yeah, (laughs) of course. It doesn't just happen overnight. Didn't just wake up one morning and go, fuck, all better, all better. So being patient with yourself and knowing that things are going to take as long as they take, as long as you're actively working on them, the rate at which shit happens, it's not a race. It's just not a fucking race. Who are you racing? Yourself. Where are you going? See, if you embark on a race with yourself, you'll find yourself running away from your shit. You'll start running that fucking hard that you run away from it and nothing gets solved. Think about healing as if someone has dropped six million Skittles on the floor and you got to sit there and you got to pick them all out by colour. And then, you know, not every single Skittle is Skittle sweet or lolly however you fucking want to call it is exactly the same shape or size right so then you gotta work out put it in order of you know by the millimeter the smallest to the biggest and then the least wonky through to the most deformed shape the most out of its shape And then maybe you have to resort them again by how bright the colours are. Oh, this yellow's a little bit lighter than that one. That's healing. 
because just as you regroup and think you've sorted them out and got it right, yep, they're all smallest to largest. Now I want you to change it. I want you to go lightest to darkest. Fuck. Dark, you know. <laughs> and start the process again. <laughs> just because you're starting the process again and you're having to go through it, it doesn't mean you're not making progress. <laughs> Might feel like that. But sometimes you've got to sit back and, and appreciate the work you've done and appreciate the growth that's happened. Because you're the one that's doing the work, right? You're the one that's doing the healing. So you don't notice the growth within you sometimes. Sometimes it takes other people to point it out for you. So don't be shy to have these conversations with other people. The one thing I hate that I do is when I'm pissed off with somebody or an event or something or whatever, I fucking ramble. I go on and on and on. I'm annoying. I'm like, fuck this person. Blah, 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 blah. And I go on and on. And I know I'm doing it because I'm not dealing with it. I'm not doing what I know I need to do with this situation or about this situation. So I just waffle on and wank on and carry on. And I become that annoying, shut the fuck up person that just drives people mad I know I do it I actually said it I think yesterday to someone I was like fuck I'm annoying and I get more frustrated with myself about it because I know how annoying I'm becoming I'm like just deal with it I want to deal with it sometimes I don't but if you're doing that and you're having this conversation over and over sometimes we do this so that we have these conversations over and over and over because we're, we're processing and every single time we have the conversation about a trauma or a person, you know, something new pops up, you know, that gives us a deeper, greater understanding, which then helps you heal, right? But when you're still doing it and getting nothing out of it and learning nothing more from it, that's when you go, okay, now I'm just being, like, now I'm just fucking whinging for the sake of whinging and I need to deal with something here. I need to look into this further. I need to ask different questions. And maybe I need to look at myself in the situation and how I'm contributing to this bullshit. Straight up. <laughs> Which is what I need to do. I need to currently look at how I'm contributing to this bullshit. And I know I am. But it comes down to that whole, I don't want to look at myself like that. I don't want to look at myself like that. Because it's a part of me I don't like and it's a bit ugly and it's a bit petty and it's a bit shit. And look, I, I'm petty and we, we all know she's a petty bitch. But <clears throat> it doesn't mean I want it out there for everyone to see. All the time. Always taking accountability for your healing, not putting that on the hands of other people and making them deal with it, but always too, in the other sense, being patient with yourself. It's not a race. As long as you are making progress, as long as you are growing a little bit every time, every day, you're winning. And sometimes you're going to go up and then come back down a bit, go up and come back down a bit. That's okay. The thing is, as we go up 
and then we come down and then we get mad. We get mad because our ego doesn't like it. You have to sometimes sit there and go, Am I living this bullshit? Am I frustrated with this crap because it's hurting my ego? Because your ego's a nasty bitch, man. If you aren't playing playing her right, if you're not using your ego in the right way, it can fuck you up, man. You know, so people start projects. They say, like when I was Googling podcasts, because this is how I fucking learned how to do a podcast, right? I'm Googling different podcasts, and the one thing I saw was, like, multiple, like, shitloads of people start podcasts. They do maybe five, ten, and they quit. Some just make it to two, and they quit. Because in those five, ten, or two podcasts, they didn't make it big. So they quit. Right, and it's shit because you started this pod, you start a podcast because you think you've got, you know, you know you've got something worth sharing. The part of them that made them quit was their ego. That's what made them quit, not their belief in the message that they were trying to put across. That didn't leave. They still believe in that. But what made them quit was the silent rejection. No one, how can people reject you when you've not given them a chance to find you, when you've not given them a chance to see you or hear you or or know you? That's life. So many people don't start because their ego won't allow it, because it can't handle the failure. A bruised, hurt ego is fucking brutal. Don't get me wrong. I've fucking... Mine's taken a beating. (laughs) However, that's when I know to pull myself in and go, bitch, this isn't about your ego. Nothing you do is about your ego. It's not about making you the most fucking coolest bitch in the world. It's just about making sure you're getting your message out there to those that want to listen. Respecting the fact that when you are healing and you are growing that you know you and you want to become this whole you know healthier human being when that's not happening at the speed you want it to understanding that when you're beating yourself up about it and thinking you should be miles ahead of where you are looking at and going am I coming at this from an ego space There are times we start things and we should go, you know, there's times we've got to go, you know what, fuck, this is not my jam. I've got to get out of this. This is definitely not for me. There's nothing wrong with with that at all. But thinking about your ego constantly, having that in the back of your mind going, okay, am I quitting because I'm not healing as fast as I want to be? Or the growth isn't happening within me as fast as I want it to, so why fucking bother? And people aren't noticing or whatever, whatever reason it is that your ego's kicking in here. Bro, it's it's not a 
It's not a vibe. Don't do it. Keep pushing forward. Keep pushing forward. And start asking yourself questions. And this is the thing. This is sometimes where I find growth. Because this week I was like. I was beating myself up a little bit. And I was having a bit of a rough time. And I'm like. Bitch think about. A couple of things that you've learned about yourself. Just just come up with one thing you've learned about yourself. And this whole process of what you're doing. And I came up with two. I thought it was pretty fucking cool actually. I'm like check me out. I came up with two. Woo. Um, and one was I learned that I am a very determined person and I am very motivated and those two things as a combo are fucking outstanding things to have and when I realised that I am determined and I am motivated it was the thing that got me off my ass and moving again because I balance so much shit (laughs) it's stupid how much stuff I balance um, but I also, like I said, I've I mastered the art of going, you know what, I need to put this aside right now and focus my attention here. And that's what I do. I have time and space for my business and my work. And then I sit it down. And then I go, now I'm having time and space for my friends. Or now I'm having time and space for my family. Or now I'm having time and space for me and my healing stuff. You can only do one thing at a time if you want to do it well. I can't podcast while my kids are having dinner. That's never going to happen. I mean, can you can you imagine? And look, being open to the outcomes of what your healing's doing. Don't be fucking scared in this healing journey to hide. Like, to... To the point where you're hiding. Don't hide. And don't hide. You're on a healing journey. Celebrate it. People say, oh, bruh, you know, oh, this or that. Oh, you've changed. You know, oh, you're bubbly today. Thanks. Thanks for noticing. Because I feel great today. I've been working on my healing and I feel great. Fucking celebrate it. This is the thing, right? We've come from the space where we don't talk about our trauma. You know, you fucking don't talk about that. You bury that shit way deep down. Way deep down. Like, fucking... Who cares? Just let it go. It's in the past. <laughs> don't live there. Your trauma lives there. So part of you lives there. Where your trauma is, is where a part of you is. And if you want to come together as a whole human being that's healthy and productive, you got to start going back and getting that person that part of you, it doesn't belong back there, you've got to go back and get them, and in order to get them, you kind of got to save them. It's like a Super Mario game, you know, you got to go through the gauntlet to get the fucking princess, like, it's the same thing. In order to be a whole person, you need all the parts of you, and some parts of you are sitting in old trauma, and that's sad. So don't sit there and let people say to you, it's in the past, worries, don't worry about it, just forget it, like, fuck it. Don't do that. Don't accept that. Go back and get that person, that part of you. That's important. If other people want to live in the state of like, oh, it's in the past, oh, well, I'll leave it, I don't worry about it. Awesome, don't worry about it, do you? But I'm going to, 
and I'm going to go back and get the part of me that's broken over there, fix it up and put it back together with me because, you know, all these pieces need to come together for me to be whole. Like, I'm looking back at the things that I could have done differently, that I wish I'd done differently. As a parent, as a wife, as a friend, as a human being. But I've had to accept that that's how I did them. And I can sit there and beat myself up a bit about it, and I can look at that as a time where I was just a horrible fucking person and I wasn't the best of myself. Or I can learn from it, own it, and go back and get that part of me and bring it back in and go, it's all good, we're learning, we're growing, got this. You don't have to live in a state of guilt because you fucked up in certain scenarios. Right now what I'm doing is um, I'm listening to, like, I was never really an audible person. Um, I'm a Kindle girl myself and I download the app and just have it on my phone because I like to read in bed and my husband doesn't like the light on, obviously, so I can read on my phone. But I thought I'll do this audible buzz and see how I go and I've downloaded books but I've made it like a promise to myself. If I'm going to download a book on Audible, um, I'm going to download, I'm going to use that platform as a space where I'm downloading stuff that only helps me grow as a woman, right, as a human. My Kindle is where I just download all the stuff that I want to read for entertainment purposes, (laughs) Um, but I'm like, I'm like separating it. Audible is where I learn and grow, and over here in Kindle is where I Um, and completely and utterly entertained, and I don't cross the two over. And I tell you what, um, there are some some incredible resources on there that will support you in this journey. If you're not a reader, download that Audible app because there's some stuff there, and if you're on Spotify, there are books, versions, like Audible versions of books, style type of thing, fuck. Anyway... If you pay for a membership, you can access, I think it's 15 hours a month um, of free listening on one of these books. So you can have that as an option too, right? For me, it's like, I want to also, as much as I want to, I've got this zest for life and I want to do stuff that I enjoy and that relaxes me and spend time with my family, I'm also wanting to learn. So it's like, and grow, so where can I find that and fit that space, like fit that into my life and find space for it, and that's where that audibles come in. Like, don't let shit stop you. Like, I listen to that when I go to bed, I listen to that when I'm cooking dinner. I'm just listening. (laughs) Um, And I listen to it when I'm driving, and I drive my kid mad, and I just don't care, because it's like, you know what, while I'm learning, you're learning. Mm, it's a whole learning fucking vibe. We are not listening to music today. We are going to listen to this motivational speaker because he is fucking cool, you know. <laughs> um, but, you know, like most kids, they've got headphones, stick them in and completely ignore what the fuck I'm doing. But everything takes time and you're, you've got so much to learn, just as I've got so much to learn. We'll never learn at all. <laughs> we just, we're not going to. There's that much shit out there. We're never going to learn at all. But we've started. 
And if you make it a goal to put yourself in a space where you're learning and growing in lots of different areas of your life regularly, it will all accumulate and become this big, beautiful you. Like a whole beautiful new version of you is going to start appearing. And because it's such a slow process... And it's such a gentle way of creating and, and bringing out this whole beautiful new vision of who you are and who you were meant to be. You don't even notice. It's not until other people notice that you're like, oh shit, yeah, actually I haven't been an arsehole for about, no, three and a half months. Great. Be patient. You're running a gauntlet. <laughs> Pace yourself. So they say, you know, healing, like, honestly, compare it to a night of drinking. Pace yourself and you'll have a great time. And you'll remember it all. <laughs> going all balls to the wall and just going nuts and smashing six tequila shots and then chasing a beer and then thinking you can do a bottle of wine afterwards all in the span of two hours. Yeah, nah, you're going to hit a wall. And when you hit that wall, you're going to quit. Because it all got too hard and you're not coping. But if you want change, it is happening. Every time you move into that space of healing and you go, I'm going to sort of, you know, start working on things slowly, a little part of you is changing. A little part of you is growing and it does accumulate. So don't be hard on yourself. Like there is a fuck ton of people out there beating the shit out of you right now, mate. Either it's to your face or behind your back. Or fucking both. <laughs> don't participate in that. You don't need to. There's too many other people doing it for you. Look for the growth. And be patient. Putting back a broken human, putting a broken human being back together, that's fucking boss. That is hard work. It really is. And it takes time. Because it took a long time to break that person. It took a long time to put them back together. Embrace it. Embrace the journey. Embrace patience. Because you're going to need a lot of it. <laughs> Alright guys. If you haven't grabbed a downloaded a cult down. Fuck. Here we go. Here we go. If you haven't downloaded a copy of my book on Kindle, and if you don't have a Kindle, don't worry. Download the app free on your phone or tablet or iPad or whatever. Um, jump on redmcqueen.com and do that. You'll also find on my website um, the softcover books. Audible, Audible will be there soon. And there's also um, links to my social. So go and fucking jump on my socials, hit like, look, I'm not, um, me and social media, we're, we're just, we're, we're, we're starting to form a relationship, so patience, <laughs> <laughs> we're, 
we're slowly building a relationship. We're currently like dating um, and we're just slowly working into that. But my socials are on there, go hit them. Um, and if you know someone that needs to hear some of this shit, share the link to the podcast. It is free. All right, guys, thanks for joining me today. You've been with Rima McQueen. She's a fucking vibe. And don't forget, you've got a thousand reasons to be angry and not one reason to stay that way. Peace out. <laughs>